0: Hello and welcome to the. Oh my god! Just, See, I was waiting. Am my kissing under Oh my god! Sorry. It's <laughs> like I don't know if you could watch in real time. Uh, that train go off the rails. I. <laughs> it I did. I,
1: I heard the metal against metal, and the gravy train <laughs> jump the tracks.
0: Oh my god! Okay, so I. Uh, per- a little bit of a personal story before we actually get into the introduction here. Uh, I am very much in like, like that end-of-school-year teacher brain. Oh my god. Like More often than not, when I get home from work nowadays, I literally just sit on a couch and just do nothing and disassociate. So
1: it's it's bad, y'all. Anyway. Uh... I can believe it. I can believe it.
0: <laughs> Welcome to Des Moines and Dragons Prevent... Oh my God!
1: Prevents.
2: All right, take a <laughs> breath.
1: Let's. Uh, oh no,
2: we didn't tell me I needed to prevent
1: things. Hold we're away. not preventing. If anything, we're we're causing. We're, we're causing take, a podcast yeah. episode.
0: Take three. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this, this is, this is be the a start fun of some session. Good this <laughs> is some good content.
0: All right. Hello and welcome to Des Moines and Dragons present. Hey. Onyxvale, Saints and Sinners, A Blades
2: of the Dark podcast. I did it. You made it. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Look at him. Oh man, he's come so far. Uh, how you doing, audience? <laughs> I'm not doing
0: well. Anyway, let's go talk with our players. Uh, hey, players, what have you been up to? <laughs> Me, not so much. Currently trying not to disassociate. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Cue the sound of silence.
3: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> Alright, so anyway, uh, we'll check in with our ta- uh, cast of players, and they can tell us what they've been up to, or they can tell us a fun fact about the world space that I'm going to incorporate today. So we're going to start off with uh,
2: Andre. Andre, what have you been up to since I saw you last? Uh, nothing. I had um all of May off. I have most of June off, too which is, like, rare, so that's kind of awesome. Um, I'm going yeah. to... I don't know if I can say this. I probably can. Yeah, I can probably say it. Me um,
0: scrambling through the NDA, <laughs> right. No, it's I just don't know if we even like...
2: I don't know if we've announced... Well, I'm pretty sure we haven't announced it, but I think it's fine if we talk about it. Um, so, Whining cheat Outfit, they did... This is way well before I started working with them. Um, they did something called The Tiny Clandestines, which was just a whole bunch of... Like, it was three women doing a whole bunch of, like, weird little skits and stuff. And one of the things they did was called Cat Opera. And what they did was they had, like, cat beanie babies, and they improv an entire opera with like characters and stories and arts and stuff just singing and meowing Dear God, um, if this was a
0: pitch meeting i'd be sold already spectacular um
2: <laughs> so um amber who runs whiny sheet outfit her boyfriend really liked it and he thinks that we should do a really over-dramatic filmed version of it <laughs> with like dissolves and crossfit like just incredibly overdramatic you should include um,
0: some of those George Lucas diamond transitions too oh I hope it does <laughs>
2: um, so I'm just going to be helping filming for that but we are definitely, they just had rehearsal this last weekend and we're going to film it and I don't know where it's going to go up but I'll let people know when that's out fantastic
0: alrighty Calista, uh, you can share
2: what you've been up to
0: or one fun fact about the world space
4: I finally went on vacation Hey, nice. Nice. <laughs> after three years I finally went on vacation and I just got back and I read books when I was on vacation. So I'd like to recommend uh The Portrait of a Thief book by Grace Lee, I think. Very good. Yeah. And now my mom's reading it actually.
0: <laughs> did you uh did you uh after you finished your vacation everything were just like, cool, I wanna go back on vacation.
4: <laughs> I mean, kinda, yeah. I just wanted to go back to my books. I didn't finish all of them.
0: I get you. Fair enough. Fair enough. All Where'd right. you go? Yeah, where did you go?
4: Alaska. Deets.
0: Ooh. Ooh,
4: Alaska. Wow. <laughs> I stayed in Anchorage. I'm I'm very much a city girl. Um. <laughs> but, you know, I don't fish or hunt, so. But you know, it was a good time, and uh, came back and. Went to work today.
0: Wow. Unfortunate.
4: People yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, coming back are yeah. going to work. <laughs> I mean, I did get to put up pride displays, so that was nice.
0: All right, that's a plus.
4: I did oh. that
2: this week at work too.
4: Yay! I love that. I
2: made flags. Um, I, we made flags out of uh, old t shirts. Um, so we made like a rainbow, and then we did like pansexual, bisexual, trans, a whole bunch of other ones.
4: I brought nine flags into work. Really big ones. And now the progress flag is um, hanging up in the entryway. Yeah. Yeah. All right.
0: Fantastic. Gotta love it. Uh, Chris, what have you been up
1: to? Well, I am currently in the middle of the rehearsal process for Wolves that I'm sound designing here in Des Moines. It actually opens the 23rd, 24th, and 25th of June. At Tallgrass Theater Company, over on the west side. So, this should come up for them. So, if you hear it and you feel like seeing, it. so I have to admit, this show is one of those. If you read it, you're not gonna have a very good idea about what the hell's going on, because <laughs> it is many conversations going on at once. It's go see it, tell, and then tell me if I'm wrong or not. <laughs> um uh all so that's right. what Thank
0: you, Chris, for a ten out of ten uh
1: it's like just a sterling <laughs> uh plug for Des Moines Young Artist Theater. You're welcome, guys. Um because I know you all listen. Uh <laughs> but I do have an interesting tidbit to add to the world that came to me today. So I like to think that Archibon got into uh you know And and the Recluse as a whole, like, you know, mixing and crafting and brewing things like, you know, be be it strong drink or poisons, (coughs) Abner. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. uh, Makes sense. So with that being said, in the world of the Onyx Vale, there is this very niche fringe study called Cryptobotany. And that is the search and study of legendary plants. So in this world, uh, Wolfsbane is one that comes to mind where it's talked about because of its properties and how it affects uh, supernatural or paranormal entities but nobody's really sure it exists except for a, a select few. And the ones that believe it exists are in this weird group. Like Faust is probably the president of the Crypto Botany Club, realistically, because of how fringe this is. It's like, it's almost like Bigfoot hunters, but for plants.
0: I also feel like Faust would also, will also be in that group, just to be like, hey, I'm just trying to find some weeds, you know?
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> is that a Bigfoot shirt, Faust? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he exists. So, what? He's just blurry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, fantastic. For a second, I thought you were going to try and mix like botany and cryptocurrency. And I like, that's okay, exactly that's no, where I no. thought you were going. That's why I think that's why Andre went, Oh
1: no, definitely. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, that <laughs> is 100%. Like, like cryptozoology. And <laughs> then I'm like, All right, so we take the crypto out and crypto botany. There we go. <laughs> There is no, no, nothing's going to the moon in this group.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, fantastic. Uh, With that, shall we get started with today's episode of Onyxville? Yes. Yes. All right. Fantastic. We'll send it away to the, I want to say narrator, but yeah, we'll send it away to the narrator and we'll be back.
2: his congregation
3: to refrain from sin and
0: fight. He threw the fire you me, sir. about the devil down yes, the gold. Yes. yes. Uh, do and come in with
3: all seat. Sentence. order him.
0: <laughs> Tell me, what do you know about vampires?
3: You're bound to go. Why,
2: hell is full of vampire women for whiskey, gin, and dice.
3: Satan, tell him to get behind thee and prepare thou for
0: paradise. Okay, so, uh, last we left off, you guys had basically, uh, in a very roundabout way.
1: <laughs> That's a way to put it.
0: That's a word to put it. Uh, basically took out one of the Boiler Brothers brackets. It has been a couple days since then. Uh, in the meantime, we see basically one of the local paper boys advertising the fact that the Onyx Vale World Fair is this week. In the meantime, who are we going to start with?
2: I can go.
3: What a great idea. Abner, (laughs)
0: fantastic. So Abner, uh,
2: here's, so where are you? Just so we know. I'm gonna go visit Adela, which is probably a bad idea, but your boy's reckless. (laughs) But your
0: boy's
3: reckless.
2: Uh, I'm here for it. And
0: so you visit Adela and everything. And so as you go in, you see Adela's just kind of like, uh, kind of like hemming, or kind of like sewing a shirt and everything. Uh, she doesn't really notice you as you come in,
2: Adela. I'm gonna lightly knock on the door, darling. Hello. And she goes, Oh, Abner, how good to see you. Oh, it's good to see you too. What are you working on?
0: And she goes, Oh, you know, uh, apparently we're doing a we're doing a show in the next month or so, and uh, what the. Well, one of the rehearsal shirts got a hole in it because some actor was fiddling with the props that they shouldn't be fiddling with.
2: Oh, actors, you should never touch a prop that's not yours.
0: Oh, definitely, as they both look towards the camera.
2: Yeah, I was about to say, this (laughs) is a PSA
1: from the stage manager. There are some of you out there that listen that know exactly what they're talking about. Don't touch it. (laughs) Leave it alone.
0: Uh, Anyway, uh, and so she goes, what brings you here?
2: Oh, I just wanted to see if you have a moment. I have a small tear in my coat here, and I just wanted to see if you could patch it. If not, I can do it myself. I just need the materials.
0: And so she takes a look at it, and uh could you remind me what caused the tear in there again? Uh,
2: the, oh, This is going to be completely separate from just anything that's actually happened. Um, Just Abner going out and partying and drinking Got has it. caused a... Caused a little bit of a tear in there.
0: Got it. And so she's taking a look at it and she goes, she takes a look at it, looks at you and just goes, Abnett, is everything all right?
2: Everything is wonderful, darling. Now, um, supplies or will you be doing it?
0: And she goes, I, I will do it, but darling, may I be frank?
2: No, your name's Adela.
0: <laughs> oh, cute. And so she goes Darling I'm worried About You, of course Look, I know You definitely loved the lavish Lifestyle and everything, but Well, she takes a piece of paper And she
2: kind of slides it towards you It's a newspaper (laughs) What, uh uh, I'm. I'm gonna read it.
0: So as you open it up <laughs> and read it, you basically you see on the front page, uh, your mother and the words, running for city council.
2: You must be joking, and I'm gonna slam the paper down. And she goes, deck. "No, that's why I wanted to check and
0: see if you are all right. I, I." Look, I know, I know she caused a lot of issues for you.
2: Understatement.
0: I'm yes, I'm treading carefully here, but I know she has caused a lot of issues and heartache for you. But I, the way you made it sound, is that she had run off, and now it looks like she's. Well, it says she's with the children of the sacred flood
2: um Abner's gonna turn away for a second and kind of gather himself uh he definitely does not want to go into this but but he, he, he knows that we're working on some stuff so he's gonna turn back to her and it's gonna be very forced mm-hmm. but he's gonna be like my dearest darling. You needn't worry about it. I have some friends looking into the matter, and I will take care of it. Um, Now, if we could talk more about the coat getting fixed, that would be absolutely lovely.
0: And she goes, yes, yes, take it off. I will work on that now.
2: Thank you, and I'm gonna do so.
0: In the meantime, as she gets started
2: and everything, she goes, just so you know, how
0: long have I known you, Abner?
2: Oh, oh, I can't even remember. It's been so long. And she goes, You know, you can
0: tell me everything, right? What information do you need, Adela? And she goes, I just want to make sure at the end of the day, you are safe. Quite frank, dear boy,
2: you look like you're burning the candle at both ends. Oh, I'm absolutely fine. There's nothing to worry about.
0: And she goes, all right. But if there is something for me to worry about, I am here to help you,
2: and I will come to you with any needs, beginning with my coat.
0: And uh, as you take it on, as you put the coat on, you notice it's a little bit heavier. Uh, I'm gonna check the pockets, and so as you check the pockets, you actually feel kind of the lining of it seems to be a lot thicker. And she goes. I know a stab wound to a coat when i from far away. That should at least block most blades.
2: My darling dearest, you delicate little piece of banana bread. You never cease to impress me.
0: She goes, I work wonders with, with fabric.
2: Thank you ever so much. I do need to be going. Is there any way I can repay you? And she goes, stay alive no that won't be difficult for me and i'm just gonna leave flip my coat just like flick it like a like a cape gonna head on out you take the newspaper with you yeah crap yeah (laughs) deal
1: with my mother
0: (laughs) all right
2: fantastic
0: in the meantime let's check in with who's next
1: is that another player we don't know who's
0: next (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Who would like to go next? <laughs> I'll go. What a All great right. idea. <laughs> so where is Lee at today?
4: Lee has not left Lee Township as of late and is currently walking into a certain poker place where she knows an Inspector Dewey is down on his luck.
0: Okay. So, you enter the poker place, and as you do so, uh, you see a bartender who's currently... Uh, it's kind of like a speakeasy sort of deal, and you see a bartender, and he sees you come in and goes, Oi! Lee! Come to the back rooms, are you?" Uh,
4: as soon as I find who I'm looking for.
0: Ah. You take a look around the place, and you notice that This inspector's not in this area, so likelihood is he's going to be playing in one of the back room areas. Usually, they have regular tables out in front, but if you really want to make some
4: coin,
0: the back tables are where the tables in the back rooms are where it's at.
4: All right, to the back it is. And she's going to order a drink as well. All right.
0: And so, uh, as you head in there and everything, uh, you find three tables. One table has uh, about three or four people at it. The other table has two people at it. And the other table has uh, one person in the dealer but that person looks very disheveled and as if they've been in, inside of a bottle for about three days at this point.
4: And are any of them uh, do any of them look Military?
0: Yes, actually, the one that looks like they've been in the bottle for three
4: days. with the military, ah, I go and sit down next to next to them, and then uh, tell the dealer to deal me in.
0: All right, and so they are playing blackjack and everything, and so uh, and so what? As you sit down, you notice the person next to you, who you've identified as Inspector Dewey. Uh and so uh he kinda gives you a look of like who the fuck is this? And in the meantime you get two hand two two uh cards. And on those cards are a seven, and I'll just have you know I am actually playing this <laughs> is a seven nice. and a three.
4: <laughs> Hit me.
0: Uh, you pick another card, and that card is a nine. I'll stay. Okay. All right, and then it passes to the other t- uh, to Inspector Dewey. Inspector Dewey takes a look. He has a, a eighteen, and he goes, "Hit me." The dealer just goes, "The gentleman is positive." And Inspector Dewey just shots back, I said, hit me. And uh, he flips a card, and it is a four, putting him at a 22, so he busted out.
4: Hmm. Oh, I think that might be a little bit of bad luck he got there.
0: And he just goes, he turns and goes, uh, It'll get good. Just watch. Mm. And
4: Will it? In the meantime, on your salary?
0: And he turns and goes, You know, people usually don't talk when they're back here.
4: <laughs> That's too bad. Sometimes I can be quite the chatterbox. And I'd like to talk to you. Well, Inspector, I want a little bit of help from the inside. You see, the fact that you don't know my face is kind of shocking to me, especially considering how many times I've been in prison recently.
0: Well, you know, there is such a thing as off duty and not wanting to fill out paperwork.
4: That is true. You know, you don't have to fill out this paperwork. Especially where uh, certain people are involved.
0: What do you want, Lee?
4: I want you to protect the the reckless and target the Boiler Brothers as well as other groups that align themselves with that damn corrupt mayor.
0: He laughs at that a little bit and he goes, you know, that's a real fucking tall order.
4: (laughs) I'm not asking for you to absolutely betray every single moral. I'm asking you that maybe you could look the other way every once in a while. What do I get out of it? (laughs) She hands him one coin uh, worth of money and says, consider this a down payment. On your debt, of course.
0: He looks down for a second. Looks back up. And he goes. All right. Fine. I'll see what I can do. Perfect. Now... And yeah, he turns and he goes, and with that, I think I'm going to leave. And he stands up and he just kind of like starts walking out.
4: I wait about one minute and then I leave as well, making sure that I'm not heading in the same direction he is. Okay.
0: Is there anything else that you'd like to do or is that the only thing you had? Mm.
4: It's the only thing I had. Alright,
0: fantastic. And last, but certainly not least, let's check in with Archibon. Archibon, where are you at?
1: So, I think he is once again back with Faust. Mm -hmm. uh, Trying to do more study on this Void stuff.
0: Alright, in the meantime, I'm going to have you roll a d6. Oh, shit. We okay, go. so you rolled a three. Uh, do me a favor. Here's what you're going to do. is You are going to start a four-person clock, and on this clock, I want you to label it question mark. Well, that's even
1: better. Okay.
0: And what you're going to do on this four-person clock is you're going to fill in one of the pieces of the clock. Done. Once that is full, you let me know. <laughs> okay. in the meantime uh, so yeah you're with Faust and you're just researching stuff and so uh, when you get there Faust is just like oh, oh come on You just missed Thomas actually he uh, uh, sent him to the night market and everything I think oh. that'd be a little bit of a safer place for him
1: they know to keep his hands off him this time correct Yeah, they're actually pretty friendly
0: towards him now, wanting to teach him how to use his powers and everything.
1: Well, I do appreciate that. I've always liked being in the business of making friends instead of enemies. We have enough of those right now.
0: (laughs) Don't we? I heard you stuck your hand in the cookie jar, so to speak.
1: Uh, You know it. If there's a hornet's nest to kick, I've kicked everyone between here and Eruvia.
0: And, uh, as you say that, you hear a voice behind you just go, Oh, I'm sure there's a few more uh, hornets' nests you can kick. As uh, you see from behind you a window open, and sitting in that window is Nox. The uh, well, va- the vampire assassin you
1: hired. Well, Nox, I was supposed to see you about a- three weeks to a month ago glad you're alright and didn't have to use that pill I gave you. And he goes, well, things got a little iffy, but in
0: the end, I handled it. Not to mention, I wanted to make sure I came back with good intel, so I did a little research on the sad." Oh? I'm all he is. He jumps down, and as he jumps down, he go he pulls out a book and a piece of paper and he goes, you see this book here? And as yes. he, f- he flattens out the newspaper, you see a picture of Governor Bordeaux. And he points to one of his pockets where you can see the outline of that book. And he goes, Governor Bordeaux, personal journal.
1: Hmm. Problem is, this journal is encoded all to hell. Of course. If there's anything that man is other than corrupt, it's thorough. Yeah, I mean, with the
0: plans that he has in motion, you got some... You got to be able to cover all your tracks.
1: Oh, you sound like you have a little more meat on those bones that you're offering. He goes,
0: oh, I know exactly. I have at least decoded one thing from it. It is definitely a very good encoding. Yeah, let me ask you this. And he turns to another page. Do you know these names? And on those names are literally every associate the recluse have.
1: More than I care to admit.
0: And he goes, well, then you should look at this page. He flips to another page. And he goes, I have not been able to deduce everything from this particular one, but... Governor Bordeaux has a very vested interest in the World's Fair, and, uh... It seems... Your little friend that you have that gets information for you is also interested in this particular World's Fair.
1: Which friend is that?
0: And he goes, Oh, I think you know what I'm talking about. Goes by the name of Sally. Really good in a pinch, and, uh... Well, to be perfectly honest with you, damn good pickpocket too. Noted. Now, these are all things that connect, but there's one last little bit, and he points at another part on the same page. He goes, you see this? What What is is that? That is... At least what I've decided, deciphered more or less, is a kill order, and it's on Keenan Buxton.
1: Is it really? And
0: so he goes, Now, I don't know about you, but have you happened to know the whereabouts of your arms maker?
1: You can be in one of four places, but that man's usually pretty good at keeping his nose clean and out of the way of danger.
0: Yes, but that does not mean that his company shows a vested interest in those who are creating new technology. What do you mean? The World's Fair has a technology portion.
1: And I think at that point, like, you know, triggers something in. And- Bu's memory walking through with uh, you know James Westchester you know taking a look at everything at the World's Fair when he was a kid hell you' right I haven't I haven't set foot in that particular fair in about at least a decade maybe longer and he goes
0: exactly Mr. Buxton likes to find new engineers that he can bring in under his weapons. And, uh, sounds like to me that's a perfect time for uh, any points to that kill
1: order uh, logo. You're right. Nothing like pulling somebody out in the middle of the public and then making us the ones with our hands dirty. And it goes, Now, I also
0: know this. He pulls out another piece of paper and it has, uh, Governor Bordeaux's agenda. And Governor oh. Bordeaux's agenda is to be at the World's Fair this week. Is he really? And so... Uh, and so... Uh, he goes... Do you want me to... Move on this? Because if there's an option, I will. But I would also say... You guys need to do double time to make sure that you're, uh, protecting your ace in the hole. Keenan. right? Yeah, Keenan. I mean, your guns have been keeping, uh, any of the other groups that have been attacking at bay so far.
1: Mm, you're right. I'd rather keep that short up. You're not much of one for bodyguard duty, are you? If not, I'd much rather have someone of your caliber of talents keep an eye on Buxton as well. I want to hedge he goes, as many bets as I can. And he goes, bodyguarding's not my thing. I'm more of a body disposal. Fair enough. There wouldn't be a more of your ilk that might be willing, perhaps? And he goes, no, not really, especially coming up to the surface world,
0: especially being mm. so obviously seen.
1: That is fair. How about the ones that would do such things from the shadows? Might be an interesting trade-off, you know? I, come up, play in the shadows, and you may even get a meal out of it, per se.
0: He goes, I could see what I could do, but... Hmm,
1: that's all that I ask. You've already done more than I could have hoped.
0: He goes, all
1: right.
0: Do you still want me to any points at uh, Governor Bordeaux and like, You still want me to if there's an opportunity?
1: I will answer your question with another question. Is he more useful, dead or alive? Because as far as I know, there's enough vermin around that if he falls off the top of that pyramid, there'll be another rat to slink up and take his place. And he goes, you're the one paying me
0: to do stuff, not me.
1: And as your financier, I'm asking your professional opinion.
0: He goes, well, to be perfectly honest with you, since he has the one with all the plans in this here notebook and no, no telling if he has multiple duplicates of said notebook. I'd be very, very, very suspicious that he is the one planning a lot of the big things.
1: Hmm. But he's already proven thorough enough. I'm sure he's got plenty of backdrops. But a wealth of information he does seem to be. So perhaps we don't make a move on him yet. We wait. What right. one, one of those let the rat lead us to the cheese sort of ideas.
0: Alright, but if there's an opportunity, I might just
1: take it. And I won't hold that against you. Not one bit.
0: And so, he turns and he goes, I'll see if I find anybody at the night market. I'd and appreciate I kinda it. Go, and then kind of go from there. And so, uh, he jumps back to the window, and then a second goes later, uh, goes through the window and closes it, and you just hear Faust goes, Wow, that guy is so cool.
1: Faust, if you're going to compliment the man, you might as well come out from behind the bookcase. I saw you jump behind there.
0: Well, I don't know. Maybe he wanted to have an air of mysteriousness that I was going to ruin by being here.
1: It's fine. Vampires are intimidating. It's Okay. <laughs> He goes, well, I mean, I am, what, 4'11"? 4'11, a very (laughs) thick gentleman. I'm sure you would be a delicacy for them. Exactly. I'm a prime roast beef. I get it. Oh, fast. What would this world do without you?
0: I don't know. Probably, uh... Probably look into more of, uh, you know, that cryptobot you've been talking about.
1: Oh, yes, I... Well, you know finding legendary plants that are part of the natural order of things does help counteract other supernatural orders of things, I suppose. Indeed. I mean, I've already found Wolfsbane, and that's right enough that it is. Not good to smoke, though. No, but it is particularly useful if you have a certain acquaintances doing things they shouldn't, and you don't want them caught. And so he goes... All right.
0: Ah, come on. You found anything else about voids at all?
1: There's, I'm looking for something that... I'm trying to find what are the physical effects, or even supernatural effects on the body, just to see. So so far, nothing. uh,
0: Well, I got a librarian friend who might be able to uh, steer us more in that direction, but, uh, yeah, Mm. well somebody like you going through the void and actually coming back out, that's is wildly unheard of, my friend.
1: Which explains why there's so little to be found. Um, But I know most things in this life exact exact a cost and I'm sure I just haven't seen this one yet.
0: And he goes, either that or hell, maybe you got lucky.
1: Well, I don't know about that. But if that's what I have to go on for now, then that's what it'll be.
0: Alright, well, uh, say hello to Mal for me, and if you happen to see the kid, tell him that he should probably either hang back here at the Night Market. Very dangerous place out there in the onyx field.
1: Well, if he's going to be safe anywhere, the Night Market's probably going to be the best, to be honest with you. I don't know too many morons out there that'd be stupid enough to try to do something aggressive to the night market.
0: Well, but, that most people think that the night market's still a myth.
1: That's true. Secrecy does definitely work in their favor, but anymore, whenever I think I've seen everything, something else comes along to surprise me.
0: Well, and alright, is there anything else you want to talk with uh, Faust about, or are you
1: good I know? think, you know, as he goes, he stands up. Oh, Faust, I, I do have a favor to ask of you. Yeah, what is it? And he reaches into inside of his coat pocket. This letter is addressed to home, to mother and father. I would hope that you uh, see that delivered. With the way things are right now, I don't feel it's safe to return to the Westchester estate right now.
0: And, uh, Andy goes, All right. I'll see if I can find one of the, uh, paper boys to deliver that.
1: I appreciate it. Of course. Do be careful yourself. Cohorting with the likes of me isn't exactly the safest thing in the world.
0: And he goes, and he goes, Ah, it's okay. I'm an old man. Old men ain't much of a threat.
1: I think between you, me, and the wall, dear friend, I've seen enough old men cause enough of a problem lately that uh, I think I disagree. You're a good kid, Akabar. get the hell out of my shop. All right, you've convinced me.
0: <laughs> All right, and so you head out. Uh, is there anything else anybody else wants to do? Are you guys heading to the docks where the recluse is now staged?
2: No, I'm good.
1: Yeah, I think I'm heading right there myself. I have all of this juicy information that needs to be shared. All right, Lee, how about you?
4: Yep, ready to go to the docks.
0: All right, so as you head to the docks and everything, uh, basically, Lee, you arrive there first, and you see Mal basically is kind of connecting a spider web a little bit. You know, think of those, like that red string with the pictures and all that stuff. And he turns to you and he goes, Oh, when'd you get here?
4: Just now? What are you doing?
0: Uh, he goes, I'm just trying to piece everything together. Trying to make sense of what's all going on here. Trying to figure out why. Make sense?
4: She shakes her head. That's above my pay, pay grade.
0: And, and he goes... I mean, I think you're letting yourself down. You always were a lot smarter than that. Especially in the heat of a battle.
4: Everything's clear then. It's not clear now.
0: And he goes, Yeah? Tell me. Why'd you join up with the recluse?
4: Well... Well, first it was the money. needed that to help. Anyway, uh, why are you <laughs> still sticking around?
0: He goes, well, simple. I'm paying back a debt. Y'all you know, saved my life, and so I'll be as any assistance as I can. In the, you know, me- in the meantime, though, you should probably start thinking big picture. You staying with the reckless for a while? Maybe it might be time to move up into a leadership role.
4: Hmm. I think a few more things need to come into place before I consider that. Oh, what are those? Well, first of all, I need a better picture of what's going on. So, tell me what you got.
0: And so. Go, and he goes, uh, at that point, Abner, you walk in as well. Uh, so you can just listen or you can interject.
2: Do I assume I would hear them talking as I'm walking in.
0: Yeah, but you can't really... You don't really like make out what it is, but you'd hear them talking. I'm going to listen. And so he goes, alright, so here's what I've got figured out. So we know... The Children of the Cleansing Flood, we know their deal. They want, basically, the water behind the dam that's filled with dead spirits to basically wash over the entire city of the Onyx Vale, wipe it clean, and start anew. Is what that is. The, uh... Now, my guess is... The gangs... I'm guessing, are basically trying to get in on the ground floor and make sure that they survive. Now, this is where I don't think that the gangs are putting together is basically, well, I don't know exactly because I just see it as a suicide attempt and that nobody's going to be safe unless they have something in mind. Now, let's say... And he's pointing to the picture, like, the area around the dam and everything. He's like, let's say, like, pointing the fact that they need one hell of a fucking explosive behind this. Let's say they have that already, which, I mean, there's not an explosive in existence that I know of that actually could knock out the dam and the the, uh, plasmic walls that keep the spirits out from the, the water. I... If they manage to do that, then that's just going to wipe over everything. And there's nothing in this city that I'm aware of that has the same capabilities of keeping spirits out. That's where I'm a little confused about. And that's everything I've got pieced together at
4: this time. I think that Abner's mother is too smart not to have a backup plan in place. So they must have something to protect themselves if they're going to blow up the dam.
2: Um, At that, I'm going to make sure that I'm known. I'm going to come in and just say, oh, Mother has a plan indeed. And then I'm going to throw the the newspaper on the table.
0: So Mal takes a look at it first and then goes, okay. And so... You see him kind of rip it out and kind of like pin it to the board. And so he goes, and Archibon, you enter on this line. Uh, So if she's running for the city council, what does that mean?
4: It means they'll have religious (laughs) and political leaders identified when that happens to sway the public.
1: Exactly. They're going to hold all of the cards in order to sway the public over to something that they won't see coming. But, all of this might help, and he shares his notes about what Knox had uh, shared with him.
0: And so he goes, Alright. And so after like a few minutes of looking over it and everything, Mal just kind of like opens it, looks over, and just goes... All right, so I think the very obvious threat right now
1: is that they're trying to kill Keenan Buxton. That is a massive problem. I agree. Oh, I like it. As do I, and I'd like to keep him vertical and breathing.
0: Now, he he puts up he had put up two pictures. One is of Keenan Buxton, and the other one uh, is a picture of Sally uh, Archibald. And he goes, "Now I think that's the main goal here. However, and he points to Sally, what is her goal?
3: A
1: while what ago does it have
0: to do what does it have to do with the World's Fair?
1: Well if there's one thing I know Sally is she's a phenomenal pickpocket. So there's got to be something there that she needs to steal. In order to make it. And a couple of. About a month ago. I overheard a conversation. Not too much. Warning Sally not to fail again. I didn't see who it was. But I'm starting to connect some dots. Couldn't be. Sally working for the government.
0: And so. uh, Mal just goes. So what do you know about Sally?
1: Sally is one of my information brokers on the street. But, uh, Sally is a very good pickpocket. Just like you and I are having this conversation face to face right now. She would have robbed me blind four times just in that sentence. Very good at not being detected. So I think that they're planning
0: and so he goes So I think Keenan Buxton's assassination is connected is covering up whatever she's gonna steal. Exactly.
1: Nothing makes us look bad and really puts a damper in our spirits than losing our dear compatriot Buxton. But also there's a chance to blame us for that killing. And then in the chaos Sally has more than enough cover to do whatever it is Sally needs to do. All right. Now, this
0: is going to happen at the World's Fair and everything. And now this is one thing that I particularly know about that area. The World's Fair is incredibly easy to
2: put a snapper around. All right. Would there be any people of importance there? Say, any political leaders? The governor is
1: looking at coming.
2: Interesting.
0: The governor and the current members of the city council will be there, but usually, usually, the uh, ones who are running for city council don't show up until the end of it. And this would the time Keenan will be there will not be the end of it. Huh.
1: I will have you both know, I did make contact with the vampire assassin I hired much earlier. He's the one that gave me this information and has warned me if he sees a moment, he will take it when it comes to the governor.
2: Wise choice. Uh, As we are planning all of this, uh, I do have to point out that if my mother is running for city council, she may also be there. If we could have him look for her as well, that'd be absolutely
1: darling. Well, see what we can do beheading two parts of the serpent would not necessarily be something I'm against I also asked my compatriot if there's any more allies that might be willing to come and aid us in exchange for a meal from the night market
2: I had a thought oh if the members are to... If the current running people, the people who are looking to get on the council are coming later, um, would it not be a good idea to maybe try to reach out to someone, get them there sooner, have them help intervene, maybe get in their pocket and make sure Mother does not get a seat on that council?
1: Are you suggesting perhaps help keep another member in place to make sure that nobody gets ousted from their seats. Exactly. Hmm. Not a horrible idea. Play the money game, too.
4: Do we really need to play those games? Or, and she's gonna turn to Abner, can I kill your mother if I get a shot?
2: Oh, by all means, my darling little lemon tart, please do.
4: Wonderful.
1: All right. So I think... How many, Mal, do we have in our corral of talent that would be worthwhile shots to have Overwatch? And he goes,
0: you really want the best shot. I do. He nods, he nods to Lee.
4: Aw, oh, thanks.
0: And he and- goes, well, you're the only person who can provide Overwatch and shoot at the same time.
4: True. But I think I might have some backup to help you on the ground, if I can reach out to them.
1: More the merrier. Like I said, the business of making friends is a lot easier than the business of making enemies.
4: Very true. But one of them is a friend we've already made because we broke him out of jail. So, I look forward to speaking to him again.
0: All right, and so it sounds like we have the plan of what we're going to do. Now we need to determine what type of uh, assault, what type of heist is it going to be. Is it going to be an assault, occult, deception, social, stealth, or transport.
1: Oh no! Because <laughs> um, like I see, I see bits of every. Like we're setting up for an assault, but we don't want to engage unless we have to. Yeah. Well, so fun it's almost fa- a almost fun, a deception.
0: Fun fact: with all of this thing is you guys, you guys don't go one way. You literally <laughs> have like twenty percent deception, eighty percent assault. When all shit heads out the fan.
1: So- oh, absolutely! Absolutely! <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, I feel like deception only because it's it's vague description is method.
2: Okay.
1: And the method is we're trying to stay hidden, but we're going to pop out if we have to.
4: Okay. Okay. That
1: makes the most sense to me, at least. I agree. Alrighty. Yeah. Alrighty.
0: Fantastic. Well, that is. All right. So that's where we're going to, uh, when we come back for part two, we'll go into you guys' loadouts and everything and go
1: over a little bit
0: of, uh, your guys' prep work prior, but other than that, we'll see you back in part two for the score. Woo! Yay! have a plan we have a heist now the real question is what are you guys going to bring to that heist hopefully a pair of shoes sorry i'm i'm on i'm on a tangent today <laughs> uh so yeah let's start off with your loadouts so who would like to go first
1: so here's a mechanics question that we've never mm-hmm. really had to address is mm-hmm. in the different levels Is there something that comes with picking that level? Does that make sense? So like let's say if I go normal, if I pick heavy, is like is there some kind of detriment to like mobility? Am I thinking there has
0: always been a detriment to mobility. If you have heavy, you are not gonna be doing a whole lot of sprinting. Normal is fine. Light you can actually start doing backflips and shit. Nice. Okay. Okay. Yep. And so, would you like to go first, since you've asked that question?
1: Well, I uh, I have more to ask. Um, so,
0: <laughs> so, I see
1: the armor, and then it says plus heavy, which I, I imagine is an iteration on that armor. So, would each of those boxes count as a part of that loadout? Uh, yes. Okay. So, if I did normal, and I took all the italic stuff, but I wanted heavy armor at full for whatever reason... So each,
0: so each click of the box counts as one towards your load. Okay. So, so if you're
1: going to get all three, it's going to add plus three to your load. So looking at it right now, because if this is a dead giveaway, of what I'm considering. So would you need the leather armor prior to moving to the heavy or is heavy its own deal?
0: Heavy, it's its own deal.
1: Okay. Well, then, since we're already chatting it up. Um, so I, right now I'm looking at normal mm-hmm. and currently taking a lot of, uh, I'm taking the entirety of my italic stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'll have my train hunting pets. So Artemis will be with me. The spirit bane charm. Uh, I have a fine cover identity if I need it. Um, of my vial of slumber essence, of course, and a concealed palm pistol. Now, I have, I'm going to take, so far, I'm going to say two levels in the leather armor.
0: Okay.
1: I almost feel like, I'm almost afraid not to pick documents. (laughs) You know what I mean? Don't worry (laughs) about it. They've been so good to us.
0: Don't worry about it. Andre is carrying six things of documents on us. I,
1: I do have that selected as one of mine. <laughs> <laughs> like, you kidding me? Like the local Onyx Vale FedEx Kinkos is completely wiped out of stationery. Um, <laughs> I feel like. Man, there's a. Huh. Man, this is a uh, turn out to be tougher than I thought, considering where we are. Da, 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 da. I'm gonna take demolition tools. Okay, so that's one. That's three. Fine pair of pistols for four.
0: Ooh, a fine pair.
1: Because they went so well last time. Last time I tried to use those silly things. I don't even think you pulled them out last time you used them. No, no, no. The last time I used them was the car chase episode. And yeah. I messed up my, like, trying to unjam the gun so badly. The slide, one of the slides on one of them shot out the window. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so there's no way this isn't going to go just famously. <laughs> uh, all right. And, uh, you know, a fine bottle of whiskey. Right. So why not? So that Why should not? be five. One, right. two, three, four, and five. Yep. Okay.
2: Fantastic. So who would like to go next? I do, but only because I also have a question related to armor. Okay. Um, Do I, since Adela kind of like added something to my coat, do I need, in order to wear that coat, should I tick a box?
0: Uh, No, but you okay. will have armor on there. So, I have. Wait. (laughs) So, make a note that you have armor. Yeah. Yeah. But it does not count towards your loadout.
2: Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, In that case, I am taking some of my italic stuff. So, I'm going to actually. Yeah, I'll take it. Um, I'm going to have loaded dice and trick cards, trance powder, spirit bane charm. Those are my italics. Okay. I'm going to bring a cane sword. The ever-popular documents. (laughs) Um, And since we're going to the World's Fair, I feel like I should. I'm going to bring Tinkering Tools. Okay. Alrighty. And last but
0: certainly not least, Lee. What are you going to bring?
4: So Lee's going to go for a normal load with a Mm. fine long rifle. Um, She's going to bring Jack and her Spirit vein charm. Okay. Throwing knives burglary gear climbing gear and demolition tools
0: all righty Fantac- well, made something up right. you guys got a lot of stuff to be able to do that today all oh, right and a font fa- every time somebody says fine long rifle i'm just like fine oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yes
4: very fine <laughs> engraved with just- mother of pearl
0: I am just full of beans today. Alright, so... (laughs) uh, Alright, so you guys have all that set up and everything. And so... uh, Now, it is time for the engagement roll. So, uh, for that particular one, as you guys remember, uh, what you'll do is you'll tell me what things can help give you good dice.
1: So, I think... Uh, having that briefing with Mal going over the layout of because this is in us, is this in some kind of like town square with plenty of high buildings around? Yes, so I think that'll be uh, one of the things that's a big deal. Uh, have we heard anything from the night market people? No, no, okay. Um, I think. trying to think anybody else could chime in
2: yeah um actually what part of town is this
0: in so this is going to be in the artisan's district uh it is going to be kind of in a town square basically more or less and there's going to be a lot of high surrounding buildings around the area
2: um i mean i don't think we would have any issue getting in right like we can just pretty much walk
0: in no the world's fair is basically open to the public and everything so getting in is going to be relatively easy so that's going to be a plus one dice plus your thing for that uh the major advantages and disadvantages i'm going to say you're going to lose one dice because you're oh my god your heat is so fucking high (laughs) we're not going to
2: talk about that
1: (laughs) details details Uh, uh
2: would Would having, okay, so being as it's in the artist district, I would assume that some of the technicians that work in the theaters would be working this as, like, a way to make a little bit of extra money. So we could probably have someone, like, cause a distraction or something. So we could probably, because I would definitely know some of them. So I could probably have a couple of people just, like, on standby.
0: All right, so you're at three
2: dice overall.
4: Yeah, so as I mentioned before, I did want to recruit a couple of people to help us out, if need be.
0: Yes. Oh, yes. Um,
4: and send a message to, what's his name, Elon Kempt and okay. my friend Wes, thinking that okay. they would be good fighters if we got in a bad situation.
0: All right, let's take a look and see who those people. I remember Elon, but let's see who Wes is. Oh, okay, yeah, so yeah, they're going to be there just to be... Uh, that'll give you another bonus dice, so that'll put you at four bonus dice overall. Uh,
4: I also want to scout out the area ahead of time.
0: That, we, we can do that during a flashback. Okay. Uh, and so, uh, let's see here. You know what? I'm going to start taking off the kitty gloves here a little bit.
1: No, keep them on. So. They look so good. Uh, to you. <laughs> You're rocking So. <laughs>
0: Uh, Another major disadvantage, you don't know exactly what Sally's doing. Uh, So that uh, puts you at three dice. All right. Who would like to roll the engagement?
2: Who rolled it last time? Was it me? I think it was you. No, you roll it it the most. Yeah, uh, it was one of the two of you because I don't trust myself. It was Lee. (laughs) Uh,
1: All right, I will do it. I will. I will do it. I will. I will jump into the fray. All right, three. Right. Don't oh, do Yep. All right. Submit. Submit.
0: There we All go. All right. Okay, so that man. is a six, a two, and a five. So first and foremost, uh, Abner and Archibon, mm-hmm. tell me, uh, what is your guys' point of entry?
1: All right, I'm gonna bring the the map up.
2: Yeah, I'm looking at that now. Chill.
1: So, I think for Archibon, I am mm-hmm. over there. Is a bridge to the west?
3: Because
1: mm-hmm. where is let's see the dock? Well, there's a few places. So, I, my guess is, are we dam side or are we somewhere near the industrial district? So, in regards to you are the dam side. All right. So we're downside. So was like, is that, there's a dock area I see north of Lee Township, which is to the west of the Artisan District. Yep. Somewhere in that ballpark. Yep. So I think as he's walked, he has done his usual to point out to Artemis that here's who we're looking for. You know, here's a friendly, you know, because in the previous episode pointed out that, uh, he has figured out and taught Artemis to recognize friendlies. And when there is hostile action toward those friendlies, uh, he is to intervene as only his uh, screech owl talons can do. Uh, but he also recognizes uh, weaponry and, and things of that nature. So while we're walking from the dock you know he's also getting his uh, fine cover identity in place and he's going to walk across cinder bridge to the west. Right. To get into the heart of the Artisan District.
0: Abner, are you going with
2: uh, Archibon? Um, no, because actually, if I could use some of the people, some of the theater stagehands to actually help uh, uh, Keenan get his booth set up, and I'm going to kind of be around there so I can kind of keep an eye on things. I'm not going right. to help. I just want to like keep an eye on it and have some people near him
0: fantastic and so uh lee tell me where are you because it sounds like you're setting up overwatch so where are you setting that up at
4: well i want to kind of mill around the area while people are setting up and try to befriend some of the workers there as well before i start exploring the buildings and setting up overwatch
0: okay all right so you guys are kind of moving around this area and everything and as kind of the night moves forward and everything uh Archibon, you get told by uh, your Artemis that basically uh, they haven't seen anybody other than the people that you know are already there. So Keenan has not shown up, and so you know that that's not the case at the moment. However, <laughs> as night kind of falls on this area, you do find, uh, it, and you as you're walking down the street. Uh, everybody's kind of set it up waiting for everything to begin and then you hear the sounds of a firework going into the air and uh as that firework goes off you hear just another kind of two go off intermittently and uh abner you hear this and go and he goes and he goes uh, you hear one of the stage techs say to another one and goes you know, I really wouldn't want to be the people who live around here. Fucking fireworks are going to go off for the next six hours.
2: Yes, it'll be quite loud, won't it?
0: And he goes, oh, definitely. Shh. I mean, I remember a friend of mine used to live in this area. He said he couldn't tell what was gunshots or what was uh, fireworks. Oh, lovely. And so, uh, yeah, you guys are kind of setting up everything with that one. Uh, In the meantime, yeah, Lee, are you getting into position or are you just uh, still walking around?
4: Um, When the firework goes off, I'm definitely, by this point, getting into position and then slipping into kind of a meditative battle state. Because each time the fireworks go off, it's like a gunshot's going off. Okay. So I'm really focused
0: in. All right. And so uh, we see basically Lee kind of like uh, set up and everything. Do you send Jack out at all or is Jack on your shoulder currently?
4: No, Jack is circling above just to um, watch for any threats that she can't find while she's focused. All right.
0: And so while you're focusing in, can you tell me what exactly are you looking at through your scope?
4: Um, I'm looking at the other tall buildings to try to see if I can spot too much movement that's not normal
0: okay and are you also flittering in between the crowd too to see if you can get eyes on anybody
4: yes I'm also tracking them when I can
0: all right do me a favor this sounds like a perfect time to roll a survey And this is going to be a risky standard.
4: This would be a perfect time if I could.
3: Give me a (laughs) second here. It's not working.
4: (laughs) No
0: worries. We are going to jump to another person in the meantime, though. So once the fireworks started, the fireworks are basically signaling the start of the World's Fair. So, uh, Archibon, what are you doing once the World's Fair has started?
1: So I think he's kind of slinking... Under, you know, kind of just, just walking the crowd,
3: mm-hmm.
1: trying to to be anonymous. Um, you know, I think, you know, he, he, he sent the word out to, you know, some of the other recluse crew, like, be in the crowd, too. So, you know, he he's, sees a couple of the, you know, lieutenants and captains kind of, like, nodding to him, like, you know, watch uh, watch that street, watch that street and he's kind of he's making his way up that main drag there of a uh, is that clock street? It looks like clock street. I'm going to call it clock street.
0: It's actually clerk street, but yeah. All right, clerk street. <laughs> <laughs> and so you're making it up the main drag of clerk street. Okay. Yep. And so at the very end of clerk street is kind of a big uh it's kind of a big little stage area. That's where, like, all the big things are going to be shown off. One of the things that they're showing off currently is what's called a... is basically what's called a flotation device. And as you're watching it, you see the person basically being able to use this flotation device more or less as a jetpack. Lifting off the ground only a few feet before touching back down again. You hear someone go Uh, From there and just be like, oh, wow, interesting sort of deal as uh, more of a crowd starts to gather throughout the different events going on. Is there anything you'd like to do?
1: Just in general or? Uh, Yeah, just in general. So I think, you know, signaling Artemis to like, you know, because crowd of people. My getting through is going to be a little bit rough, but kind mm-hmm. of sending him down the way to scout things.
0: Mm-hmm. And so, do me a favor, roll me a survey, and we'll go from there. A survey. What's the position? Uh, Let's do Rescue risky Standard. Rescue Standard. All right. Two. All right. Unfortunately... Uh, with how many people are in the crowd, Artemis is not able to like distinctly and between like the noise of the crowd, and everything, even if Artemis were to screech, you weren't going to be able to hear it very well. Right. So uh, in the meantime, let's also check in with Lee. So Lee, as you kind of like search over those things and everything, Uh, You look over the different buildings, not really seeing anything, nothing crazy there. But uh, as you go and look down upon the area, you find the stage. And not too far from the stage, you you find a person kind of walking with a clipboard in their hand, making sure everything looks right. And as you kind of keep going, you realize that this person is very familiar to you. And you realize that this person is that librarian L.,
4: Um, I get slightly distracted because I think she's very pretty. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then remember, oh. oh, wait, why would she be here right now?
1: Somewhere Archibon is throwing up in his mouth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so do you decide to keep following her and watching and everything?
4: Um, I follow her for just a little bit to see why her going around feels suspicious to me, but I also start to keep an eye out on other things.
0: Gotcha. So you are following, so you watch her and everything. You notice that she's kind of like walking to a different booth, taking notes and everything, walking to another booth, talking with like vendors, talking with technicians and everything. And you either get the realization of either a, She's taking notes to start her own thing or she's in charge of this.
4: Hmm. Um. I kind of store that in the back of my mind but then uh, look elsewhere. But look for her every once in a while to make sure I know what general area she's in and who she's nearest to. That, uh, Like all the lieutenants and the captains.
0: All right, and so uh, you do find some of the recluse nearby and everything, so nothing really crazy. Uh, in the meantime, Abner, are you still hanging out with the technicians?
2: Um, not hanging out with the technicians, but I'm still, I want to be in the area. So, like, what booths are nearby where Keenan's set up?
0: So Keenan, uh, Keenan's booth is set up currently right here. Uh, other booths are literally, like, all down along the street.
2: Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. God, he's in the most open spot. That's the point. Thanks. Thanks for that. <laughs> um, I haven't met Sally. Have Yeah, I don't think I've met Sally. You've not met Sally, so other than that photo you saw, you don't really know what she looks like. And I have zero doubts that she would change her appearance. Um It's not going to go well, but I think I'm going to I want to do a survey of the crowd just to see if anybody is maybe kind of just sticking out a little bit too much to me as like, oh, they're up to something.
0: Sure, risky standard. So you have zero dice, so we're going to take the lowest result. But you rolled a four, so uh, as you look around and everything, you're kind of like trying to fit, see people that are kind of standing out. And the only person that you kind of really see standing out during this time is uh, is uh, right on right on cue because there's a little bit of an area here that allows people to kind of like who are big wigs to arrive and then enter kind of think of like a red carpet sort of deal. Uh, the one person that you kind of see as everybody's kind of flocking towards this area is that of governor Bordeaux.
2: Um, I will assume that he has like guards or something nearby.
0: Oh yes. Uh, there's definitely plenty of police presence now in this area. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, and as soon as he gets out, he kind of waves, greets the people. You know, he's really like a man of the people, kind of like walking in around, talking, shaking hands, mm. really looking like, you know, you could have a beer with him sort of deal. Eating babies, you know. <laughs> exactly.
2: Wearing tan suits. Scandalous. <laughs> um, I definitely do not want to be seen by him, but I don't want to go too far from from uh i almost said facility oh um from <laughs> womp, womp. he's dead he's super
1: dead um,
2: alert. <laughs> th- i mean i would assume you didn't skip that episode if you're listening <laughs> right if you've gotten this
1: far you've gotten that one
2: <laughs> um but yeah i i think i'm just gonna kind of s- i'll check out a couple of the other booths i want to keep an eye on keenan i also kind of want to keep an eye on the governor Because if I got a chance to take him down, I'm going to take it.
0: All right. All right. And so uh, you kind of move into that area. In the meantime, Arkabon, are you still watching the stage for everything? So where's that stage at? Somewhere in the middle? No, the stage is right here. By the way, just so you guys know, all the side streets have basically blocked off and police at those areas. That way people don't go into just random uh,
1: random alleyways is that a uh, i see on that grand avenue is that you or is the stage that big block over there
0: big block by the bridge
1: okay yep nope i'm still i see what's this this uh spot on that uh north south street is that was that so this spot right here that I'm pinging,
2: I'm sure our audio listeners are just like,
0: right? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so, no, like, roll twenty. We have a map, and I'm basically detailing that map with everything on there so they know.
2: <laughs> right. We should post a so map.
0: I will post a map, but just so everybody knows, because uh, and this is a this is a convenient DM tip is if you're playing. In uh, Blades in the Dark, they have a world already made for you. It's called Duskfall. And what I'm doing is this cool, really cool thing of just copy and pasting Duskfall map and calling it the Onyx Vale. So right. <laughs> no, so really kidding. and truly, no.
1: if you look up the Duskfall map, you'll see this map. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm curious. Like, I, I see you have this very intentional sort of you mm-hmm. below the S in Artisans. Over the name of that section. Oh,
0: sorry. That U is the area where the big, big main guests enter, and the sides of it are basically police being around that area.
1: Gotcha. No, I uh, definitely making my way in and around the stage trying to, because uh, I think, you know, with Archibond trying to make sure that we've got as many pieces on this chessboard as possible. He got the lieutenants and enforcers in the gang. So he's trying to keep his eye on each of those guys. If something gets hairy, they have immediacy to be able to be called over as I'm I'm making my way toward the near and around the stage.
0: So as you're kind of making your way to and around the stage, you kind of hear a voice behind you go, you know, the disguise doesn't work if you have a very identifiable gait.
1: Well, not too many people are going to be looking at that closely, Sally.
0: What are you doing here, Archibald?
1: I would ask you the same question.
0: And she goes, oh, don't you see? I'm working.
1: And that's exactly what concerns me. What are you trying to pickpocket?
0: And she goes, isn't there something about a uh, client confidentiality?
1: Fair, but I don't know if client confidentiality matters when you're lying at the bottom of a very large lake full of angry spirits.
0: And she goes, oh, darling, you're worried that I can't handle myself.
1: You're mortal just like I am. It won't matter if that dam blows up. Then she goes... What do you know? Depends. I know that you uh, are trying to make your way in the world and anything I have to offer, I feel would be a problem. I am just trying to make sure that you are continually present in that world and able to continue to make your way through it without being culled by some cult.
0: And she reaches up, touches her face, and just goes, Oh, you're too kind, Archibon. So, you seem to know Put what I'm back. at. Uh, you see that she puts a little bit of uh, coins back into your pocket. <laughs> and so she goes, Do you know what I'm looking for?
1: I don't, but if they brought someone like you in, then it's of great importance.
0: And she goes, Well you know how they get everything up to the stage? No, I don't. Well, did you know that there's a rail tunnel that was half-finished under Clerk Street? And because of how the stage is built, they just run everything down the tunnel and then lift it up onto the stage. That way they ensure that everything gets there safely and the priceless technology does not get stolen.
1: Oh, convenient. And she she goes,
0: yes, and, uh, just great enough information for two people to go down and make sure something dangerous doesn't get into the wrong hands.
1: And who defines right or wrong hands, dear Sally? And she goes, Well, obviously not me. I
0: only see shades of grey.
1: Truly. Remember if you're in trouble, I'm here as a resource.
0: And she starts walking down uh, she starts walking down uh, this road here and she goes, Oh, I thought you were coming
1: and that goes, ah, you put it that way uh, but i think like uh, I, as he's walking he does the like there's a certain like sequence of snaps like he, he's he's developed multiple ways to communicate with artemis and he does that so i think artemis is also tailing high in the air watching where he's going okay
0: and so as you
2: guys do that, in the
0: meantime, uh, Abner, what are
2: you what were you up to? I was keeping an eye on the governor and still staying as close to Keenan as I could, All right. without getting seen so, by the governor. Keenan
0: actually hasn't arrived yet. Sorry, I wasn't clear on that front.
2: Oh, so, okay.
0: Uh, the governor is there though, and you're kind of like kind of standing along a corner, kind of smoking, and uh. As you do so, you do hear a voice behind you and just goes, Hello, son.
2: Oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. This it Why? Why would she do this? Um. Oh, God, I'm so conflicted because I kind of want to do the reckless thing, but I also <laughs> want to try to keep it together. <laughs> um. okay okay <laughs> Um. so she said hi son yeah mm-hmm. I'm going to place a hand on my cane sword or like just kind of just get ready to draw it but I'm not I'm not going to draw it I'm also definitely not going to turn around and I'm just going to go, you should run, and you should run now.
0: And she goes, before you still feel her presence there, and she goes, I'm trying to save you. And as you turn with the cane sword, there is no presence there. Of
2: course she's not! God! <laughs> Glad I didn't draw. I feel like I would have stabbed someone. You got Doctor Stranged. Uh, <laughs> well, good. She's here.
0: In the meantime, though, you do hear the sounds of like more clapping and everything as other members of the city council have begun to arrive.
2: These are the people that are on, currently on council. Yes. We haven't seen anybody that's n- running for council yet. We have not
0: seen anybody running for council, but normally they don't show up to this event.
2: Eh, well,
0: darn. Okay. I mean, you could use a flashback to get them to sort of around. Let me think on it. I'll probably get them here. <laughs> not trying to railroad you into stuff, but if you want, I will say flashbacks are wildly underutilized for this group. Like, you've got, you got tools to do that. Oh. Yeah, I can, uh, we'll see what I can do. And so uh and so basically you uh you see them kind of start to arrive and everything. In the meantime, let's check in with Lee. So Lee, you're kind of searching around and everything, you're kind of watching Elle, realizing just how pretty she is over your scope. And uh, <laughs> 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 uh and As you do so, you notice a figure kind of approach her and talk to her. And you notice that it is Councilman Bordeaux. Do me a favor. Roll me another survey. Oh, no. All right. So this is a four and a two. So as you were kind of looking over this area during the pop pops, of the intermittent fireworks and everything, you do hear the sound of a bullet whizzing by you.
4: I immediately look up and try to see which window it came from.
0: All right. And so as you do so, you, you're not able to determine exactly where it is. Uh, however, and this is what I am going to do, is I'm going to mark on this map where you are and then start narrowing it down, okay? So, on this map, you are... We haven't even got into it yet. (laughs) You are right there. Okay? Okay. And so, on this map, I'm going to basically draw tighter and tighter circles of where it's going to be. And as of right now, you know that it's somewhere... Not Sorry, hold on. It's somewhere... Along here.
4: Okay, that first circle was much smaller. Thank you.
0: Yeah, that's why I said not that circle. <laughs> oh, God damn it! <laughs> I've always wanted to do a sniper battle in this, so thank you for
4: this. <laughs> yes, I'm excited to do this. Right. Um. I just keep searching the the, the rooftops to just, like. Try to find any metal that I can see that's sticking out from any place. Like, I know a professional wouldn't do that too much, but uh, Mm. just anything that I can and worry about what's happening on the ground to everybody else.
0: All right, do me a favor. Roll me another survey. So I would like to
1: help. Yeah. And I'm going to use my special ability foresight. But allows me two times per score to assist a teammate without paying any stress. So,
3: well, look at
1: you so,
0: all learning how to play the fucking game.
1: <laughs> so eventually you well, we figure it out. Right, we'll get there. You'll find a specially angled periscope that is wide angle and good for looking around corners without sticking your head out.
4: Ooh, I like this. I use it. All right.
0: All right. So you have a three and a four and a five. And so with the five, you're able to, as you go, you notice a kind of glint, but that glint disappears, but you also see a figure moving uh, moving around this area where I just put the X at. Actually, hold on. Let me do that in a different color.
4: Yeah, I can't see it. Yeah.
0: I realized that maybe having it in the... Oh, God damn it. Having it in the same color is a bad idea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or a great idea, depending on how uh, psychotic you are.
0: I mean... So that you notice that they moved from that building, but they're definitely not in the same spot. Okay.
1: There's just um, something about this picture of nobody knows that this is going on above their head and that's just so fucking cool.
4: <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and readjust my position because I'm assuming I'm uh, trying to lie down or at least crouch to aim and I'm going to move my entire body so that it's easier to move my scope over there. Sure. And, and so I'm also going to signal le- Yeah, I'm also going to signal Jack to uh, uh uh, observe anybody that comes out of that building. Okay.
0: And so, are you moving from that to, to another building? Or are you going to stay in the same spot?
4: Um. Yeah, I think I will actually move to another building, because that's pretty far away.
0: Okay, so you have two options here. One, you go all the way down to the street, and will cross over to another building. Or two, Say you try to jump across.
4: Yes! Jump, across jump <laughs> I'm jumping.
0: Yes, uh, yes. <laughs> so good. Oh, right. I'm really proud of this. Particular, We're not uh, even in it. Budgeting. We're excited. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, okay. for this particular one, uh, yeah, tell me, tell me what skill you think would work for this one.
4: Ooh. Um, oh gosh. Probably.
1: <laughs> Before you say something, prowl.
4: Okay.
1: It, it's um, funny to imagine Abner like so if I sway my way over the building. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I would figure I out a way to and,
0: talk
2: my way over that building. Can
0: I try and talk the building into getting closer to me?
4: <laughs> no, Actually. you're just going to talk to the people in the ground so that they have a uh, a blanket held out in case you fall.
0: Exactly, That I could yeah. use to bounce up to the building. <laughs> <laughs> it just works All out right. so perfectly. Prowl, Desperate Great.
4: Um, I want to use my climbing gear to try to see if I can use my grappling hook. And um, a little bit of chalk on my hands to see if I can um, get that across first before I try to jump.
0: All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, you know what? here's what I'm going to say with the climbing gear and the chalk on your hands. That is going to act as a bonus dice. Okay. So now you have two bonus dice to your prow. Oh no. One, just one bonus dice. Unless you want to get,
2: take some stress and. Get another
4: one. <laughs> uh, you said it was desperate. Great, right?
2: Yes, I did. You can take the stress. Damn Join hard. me. Trauma's fun. <laughs> we. All right. So.
0: With a roll of a one, a five, and a two. uh, We see Lee just start to jump. And as they make it halfway across, you see in slow motion as the grapple hook. uh, We hear the sound of the... (laughs) As it connects. And uh, Lee is able to swing over and climb up with a little effort, but not too much. And so you are now moved over to this building.
4: Okay. I, um, I signaled Jack to see if anybody has, like, moved out of that building and where he he's tracking.
1: Alright,
0: so, uh, we will come back to that in a second. Let's check in with other people. Uh, in the meantime, uh, let's see here. Let's check in with Archibon. So Archibon, You're walking down the street and everything, and uh, Sally is leading you, and you see two people who are standing around what looks like a manhole cover, and uh, Sally stops at the other end of the alleyway, and she goes, so that's our entrance. You think you could uh, be a deer and get them out of the way?
1: Do I see, are they... Wearing any identification as to the, who they are. Uh, roll me a survey. Would it be a survey or a study? Study. I'll take a study. All right. What's it going to be?
0: Uh, risky standard. So that's a four. Uh, you definitely notice that these are actually... Not members of the Boiler Brothers, but these are the members of the Be- Mechanical Turks.
1: Uh yes, the Mechanical Turks. The other ones. So I think he reaches into his jacket, pulls out the fine bottle of whiskey, takes it, and goes like, "Hey guys, get you some of this." And I think he like offers it up to him. All right, so do me a favor. With that one, what are you trying to do? Trying to, you know, if I can get him to take a couple swigs and be happy, be like, you know what, go party, and he's going to give two gold coins to him and uh, send him on their way so, so I can go get drunk.
2: Like, so it sounds like this is a sway.
1: It do be a sway.
2: Are you stepping on my turf?
1: Yeah. <laughs> You're too busy having parental issues. All right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, Sway. Risky. It's all right. Because I have to tell you, and the last time I tried this in a podcast, it didn't go well.
0: All right, that's a four. So uh, they're just like, they take the drink from you. They take a couple drinks and everything. And uh, one of the guys just, you hear one of the guys just go, ah, we could probably go get a drink. Come on back in about five minutes. I mean, it's kind of going to.
1: Uh, And I think he pulls out two more coins. You know what? Get three more drinks, guys. It's the World's Fair. Have a good time.
0: And they just go, yeah, why not? And they kind of start heading down the way to get drinks and come back.
1: I believe the coast is clear now, although this whiskey is ruined.
0: And so... Uh, you see uh, Sally come out to you and she just goes, wow, who knew you could be quite the actor? Your Abner, uh, your friend Abner might be really pleased with that. You should audition for a play. Don't you say a
2: word to Abner. I am just shuddering and just feel that something is not
1: right with the world. (laughs) (laughs) The balance has been thrown off. Don't, Don't you dare say a word to Abner. This is our little secret that I will take to the grave. And so...
0: She lifts up the grate and everything, and she goes, A little help, darling. Oh, right. The help. And so you guys move it away, and she starts to climb down. She goes, You should probably cover that up, otherwise they're going to get suspicious. Way ahead of you. And she starts to climb down. And uh, you cover it as you guys enter. Now, when you guys get down there... You hear the sound of a bunch of voices, and as you enter, you definitely notice that there is at least eight uh, South Street guys there with you. Now, by the way, Artemis does not see these.
1: Yeah, he's he's above. I I could I kind of see like he's on the edge of the building Mm -hmm. where I went down because we're under the street now. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah, no, he's, that's where he's at. He's, like, on the, on a rooftop right above. Because I didn't give him any more commands. All right. And so, uh,
0: you will see, um, basically, uh, one of the things is a pair of uh, multiple... So as you see it, you see basically there are six other things, like six other contraptions that are about to be shown off. The first one you see is a pair of reading glasses that can change in magnification with just a simple press of a button on the glasses themselves.
1: I think, you know, Archibald looks at that files the back of his head. Oh, what Faust would give for one of those. And then
0: the next set is going to be actually, and you saw, and you remember this from your particular trip to the hospital, the set of prosthetic legs. And actually, do me a favor. Roll me... Hmm. Actually, no. You notice that these particular set of le- uh, prosthetics were definitely from Vasili.
1: I think he grits his teeth a little bit.
0: The third thing you notice is what looks like to be a, uh, looks like to be a miniature version of what would be a a Zeppelin balloon. But the Zeppelin balloon moves a lot faster than a normal Zeppelin would. And was that third or fourth? It was third. All right. The fourth one. Uh, as you see, is basically what looks like two little boxes, and one person picks it up, speaks into it, and you can hear their voice come out the other side of the box. Oh, that that would be incredibly useful to have. And then the fifth one, um, the fifth one, basically, as you can see, is the person picks it up and is going through kind of everything with it. They and as you pick it up, they have pick up one little part of it walk about 30 feet away. They press a button, and what happens is um, a light show basically happens out of it.
1: <laughs> Congratulations. invented like a karaoke DJ.
0: And then uh, they press it again, and it stops. And uh, the last one, is basically what looks like to be a kind of size of a washer, but run on steam. And so, as you're sitting there, uh, I'm looking over these, Sally goes, guess which one I'm getting going for?
1: Yeah, you do have an affinity for shiny things, but... So the light show does seem up your alley.
0: And she goes But why the light show?
1: But why the light show indeed? You have a remote something from a distance. That's a triggering device of some kind. That you don't need to be nearby in order to trigger something. Bingo. I think a lot of puzzle pieces just fell into place in Arkibon's head.
0: <laughs> in the meantime, let's check in with Abner. So Abner, you see basically a whole bunch of the city council members have arrived and everything. And they're once again meeting and greeting with the public. And they're making their way down to the stage where the Governor, governor Bordeaux already is. Because Governor Bordeaux is down there. And speaking with L currently. In the meantime, uh, the council members are also doing the same thing. And last but not least, you see a very big, very kind of, I think like one of those gaudy 1930s limos and everything, <laughs> kind of reel around and Keenan Buxton has arrived.
2: Um, I'm of guessing course. everybody's kind of taking notice that he's arrived. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Think of this yeah. as like Tony Stark
1: arriving. <laughs> Great um something somewhere Archimon's like ah just son of a bitch
2: (laughs) i think i'm just gonna kind of keep watch because i don't know anything about the sniper battle that's going on exactly because you're just hearing pop pops and you're just thinking oh hey well this is nice this is lovely (laughs) (laughs) um are there so are there any other vendors that are set up at the moment? Yes, there are a whole bunch of vendors up and down
0: the street and I'm hoping you don't want to look at all of them because then I have to come up with a whole bunch. Of them.
2: <laughs> I'll spare you. Who I was oh, about to be like Oh thank god. Want. I didn't I didn't no,
0: I did a lot of work on this session, but I didn't do that much work. <laughs> I'll uh,
2: I'll just kind of keep an eye on Keenan and the and the council members for now. I don't really have much to go on at the moment. All right.
0: Uh and so uh eventually you see keenan he kind of glad hands his way down there and everything and then he too starts to make his way down to the stage
2: i will i I mean obviously from a distance but i'm gonna follow and start making my way that way as well
0: all righty in the meantime uh let's check in with lee so lee uh you landed and i'm guessing uh, and what do you do after you land
4: Uh, Then I signal Jack to see if uh, anybody has moved from that building.
0: And so as you signal Jack and everything, you kind of hear the squawking of uh, nobody has moved from the top of the building. Hmm. Nor have they come out through the front entrance.
4: Okay. Um, I run across the roof and try to get to the next building
0: all right do me a favor that's going to be another let's say a prowl again yes desperate great
4: still using my uh climbing gear to get across
0: that's another bonus dice all right so that's another one five and a two so once again Uh, just like fucking Batman, we see, uh, uh, Lee, uh, jump across, shoot again, and, uh, we just kind of see their silhouette as, uh, fireworks are illuminating them in the background, it's very cool, honestly, this is really cool, so, uh, as you get set up and everything, uh, you move over to the next building, you get set up, do me a favor, roll me another, uh, another uh, survey and tell me where exactly you're looking.
4: Um, can this be a hunt? Sure. And I'm looking at the openings in the building and on the roof specifically, Um, but not on the like not on the ground floor.
0: Sorry, it, could you ping exactly where you want to on the map? Here. Okay, so kind of where the area that where they were.
4: Right. Yeah. All right.
0: Uh, roll a survey. I'm not sorry. Roll a hunt. Uh, desperate. Great. Oh, oh God! <laughs> so that is oh. that is a one, a two, and a three. So as you're kind of looking around and everything, you're kind of scoping around. You're on one knee, kind of like crouching and everything. And all of a sudden, you feel just out of nowhere, uh, a bullet hits the scope on uh, your gun, uh, and you like sparks basically fly in your face and you're able to like kind of dive to the ground and you don't really take any damage from it other than like you got a little bit of metal splinters in your face, but basically uh, you look down at your gun and the scope is now busted.
4: Oh, um. <laughs> oh God. She's going to have like a split second of, of panic.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh no! That's a really cocky move by the other gunman, by the way. Like crazy! It's a fucking power move.
4: <laughs> I um, I did say that I would get tinkering tools and not subterfuge supplies,
0: didn't I? Uh, I, I was going I... Forth
4: between the two, and then I couldn't remember which one I picked.
0: I thought you picked subter t- subterfuge reply- supplies. Everybody in the comments, please correct me if I'm wrong.
2: Right, <laughs> in the comments, gosh. we'll we'll feel it through time.
4: Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, oh, gosh darn it. Um, if it's subterfuge supplies,
3: <laughs> then
4: I want to try to use whatever I have in there as, like, costume jewelry to try to uh, make my own uh, scope and viewfinder.
1: D- don't forget, you did get that special thing that I planted on you. What? That, that, that special scope to peek around corners.
4: And use that as well. Alright. So,
0: uh, do me a favor. What do you think you'd roll to slap this onto your gun? Gun. <laughs> Ooh. Tinker. Yeah, let's do a tinker. Uh, risky, risky standard. <laughs> All right, so that's a one and a two. Uh, you put it on there. However, you haven't been... A- so it's... The big thing is, is you're going to have to take a lot of time to actually get this off. So you weren't able to like slap it on there as a, a fix. But in the meantime... Uh, let's check in with, uh, Sally and Archibon. So, uh, everything. So as you guys are sitting there, another one moves up and now there are only five left and there are still eight guards to deal with. And so Sally turns and goes, so darling, what is your plan to get rid of them?
1: Who do you say they were with?
0: Uh... They were with the Mechanical Turks. Okay, I thought you should sell that automation, but,
1: guys! No. <laughs> I know Lady Nigel!
0: <laughs> no, that'd be too easy. Wouldn't, though.
1: Is this tunnel, like, is there any kind of, like, HVAC return?
0: As in, like, you're speaking in AV to me, so what's going on? No, no, no,
1: not, not AV, so... In certain places, they'll have air intakes as well as air returns to keep, you know, uh, air conditioned air and whatever stuff uh, in and out. But then again, this is the Victorian era. Why the hell would it be there? Right. Uh, <laughs> so, so never mind on that idea. So
0: It's industrial era, by the way.
1: <laughs> right. Right. So there's five left. What are the five remaining devices? I know one of them's the remote. So, oh,
0: God, you would ask me to do that. I know, and I remember one <laughs> of them is
1: the steam-powered, like, washi machine thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then the light show thing, which is the important one. Mm-hmm. And then there's the dirigible, right? Yep. That's really fast.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then...
2: There's basically the walkie-talkies.
1: The walkie-talkies, walkie-talkies
2: are in front of that.
1: And then, because the, the walkie-talkies are about in the glasses, okay. So, hmm. What am, we, what am I trying to do? What am I trying to do? What am I trying to do? Hmm. I'm trying to make them get out.
0: So, uh, I was about uh, to say, Sally goes, I mean, we could just beat them up. Or do you he, want one to get owns, your he, hands he,
1: dirty? You look sad and be like, "Look at these; these knuckles haven't don't do work. I'm a filthy capitalist pig, after all. You are, <laughs> but she wouldn't have a handkerchief handy, would you?
2: And she
0: uh, she takes one, and you mean like she goes like this one,
1: perfect. And she here, and he stuffs it in, and he's like, you know, what's funny about dirigibles is they're often filled with Hydrogen gas. That and was she a lean goes, back of Tim's like, what the fuck are you about to do?
0: And yeah, that was a lean back of me like, oh dear God, he's going to blow up the whole fucking tunnel. <laughs> it would work. And so she goes, you're planning to blow up the whole tunnel with the possible blowing up of the thing that we're supposed to get?
1: Well, no. if it blows up, then nobody gets it then, correct? I'd rather it not to be blown up, dear. Well. The other option is uh, threatening to do so. Now, I also have this vial of slumber essence, if you've got a better idea.
0: She goes, well, give me the slumber essence, and uh, you cause a scene. And I'll start
1: doing what I do best. So I think... He hands it off, and I think he's going to go toward the like end of the the group there, because you know I can see the line moving up, mm-hmm. and I can see him kind of chucking the bottle down the hallway. That's mm-hmm. kind of a... What's that? Oh, shit, it's a fire. Okay. So,
0: so you do that, and let's see here. What should we roll for this one?
1: Well... Let's see something. Let me let me take a look and look the thing. So I can see two things potentially, mm-hmm. and it's the same level either way. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I can see hunt because uh, it, it's something with precision.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: or i can see a sway because there is a a bluff involved all right let's do a sway a sway. desperate i have debts and over everything and if i push myself how many stress? two worth it desperate great yep
2: join me gain gain some trauma i have three more left Come with me and you'll see hey, a we go.
0: world of everlasting trauma. Uh, three and a six. So you toss it in there and uh, immediately turn it and just go, fire, fire. And uh, five of them go over that way. And as you do so, you see basically uh, Sally just comes out, kicks one in the nuts, uh, slams his head against the wall. And the, as the other one turns, kind of push, uh, uh, blows a whole bunch of sleep powder in his face. Uh, And he immediately falls to the ground, and as a third one kind of runs, like, around the corner and everything, uh, you see her basically uh, punch him in the solar plexus and then slam his head against the wall, too.
1: You know, the recluse is uh, definitely recruiting if you want steadier payment.
0: And she goes, I like being a freelance.
1: Yeah, I kind of figured that'd be her answer. Shall we uh, make our escape? And she goes,
0: yes. Let's. And uh, she picks up the uh, remote trigger
1: contraption. So I think in the back of his head, he's going to like, what is she going to do with that? But first, let's get the hell out of here. All right.
0: And so uh, you guys head upstairs. And in the meantime, let's check back in with
4: Lee. Okay, so I don't see anything.
0: I mean, you can still see anything. It's still possible to be able to snipe without a scope. It's definitely a lot harder. Yeah. So basically, any survey and hunt rolls are now going to be desperate. Great. <sighs>
4: okay. Well, I just I just keep searching that building as much as I can to, and 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 also move on to the building closer to. Um, this over here gotcha. to the bridge
0: so as you're moving closer to the you hear just like a pulse come from jack and you notice that he's pulsating uh for right here
4: oh okay then i definitely <laughs> try to look over there and i'm directly across the street
0: and so as you do uh, turn and go directly across the street uh, do me a favor, roll me a hunt. Desperate, great.
1: Sitting here with bated breath.
4: <laughs> I keep forgetting to breathe.
0: <laughs> yeah, so money, money. Uh, think of that like scene in Sherlock Holmes: Game of Shadows, where that one guy is just like running through a forest, and he just goes. <sighs> and we see uh, uh lee just like rack the bolt action back and then just like in one fluid motion and then fire and uh we hear the person get hit uh yeah and you definitely heard the hit at least from where you're at but because of not having a scope you can't see if they're down
4: Hmm. I um, how many stories in my lap, and how many stories is the following building?
0: Uh, you are currently three. The other building is four.
4: I quickly uh um pack up my stuff to look inconspicuous, run down the stairs, and try to cross the street.
0: All right. In the meantime. Let's check in with Abner. So Abner, you're approaching everybody and they're showing off one of the areas. Do me a favor. Roll me a survey.
2: Conditions?
0: Desperate, great. Two to three, baby. All right. So you're kind of watching. You don't really notice it. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you hear the sounds of a crowd gasping as somebody from up above uh, is trying to drop. And where you notice they're dropping is they're trying to drop right onto Governor Bordeaux. But as as it's just about to drop onto them, you see kind of a force field appear around Governor Bordeaux. And the figure is kind of held there by the force field until finally they drop. And uh, guards are kind of swarming the area and uh, moving on to Governor Bordeaux
2: uh, Get and kind of moving him out of the area. What are you doing? Um, I'm a little taken aback by this little force field thing he's got going on now. Um, God, I was going to see what he was saying to L, but uh, actually, where is L now that this is all going down? Because they were so, talking...
0: So what happened after that is basically, like, the force field activated and kind of pushed her back against
2: the wall. Um, can I go to her and maybe pull her into, ah, uh, but then I'm going to lose sight of. Well, you're on that. Um, yeah, I kind of want to pull her aside and just kind of see why she's talking to the governor. So as
0: you kind of go over to her, you notice that she's actually hit her head against the wall and it's starting. she's starting to bleed down it. And as you walk by, you also walk by the body of the person who was there and you see them rising in pain and you recognize them as Knox. And you notice they just happen to break off a tooth and bite down on it.
2: Oh crap, don't have to help people? Um I don't
1: know.
2: Have <laughs> I met no- I don't remember if I've met Knox. Did you I oh yeah met, I did. You have not met Knox, actually. Oh I thought I did in the night market. Maybe I'm wrong. Um Nope. No, no. Knox is somebody that uh Archibald knows. okay. Uh then I'm gonna try to help L since I have met L. I think I, I've met L?
0: Yeah, you met El. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Um, I'm going to try to help her stop the bleeding uh, also without somehow bringing attention to myself because I don't want to be seen by the governor. And so you notice that the
0: figure Knox is basically just like squirming and everything, looking like he had been poisoned. And eventually he kind of just riles into a death rattle as a bunch of the police are coming up and they take a look. And uh, as you kind of like, they come near him. He just goes, you hear one of the police officer goes, Oh, Jesus Christ. That's
2: a vampire. Yes. And he was killed by whatever that thing is. The governor is using. Now, if you could help me with her. And he
0: goes, what are you talking about? Vampires are myths. There's no, there's no confirmation that they're real. Do you know something about this?
2: My Darling, dearest, <laughs> do you Add think that's very... <laughs> It really is. Um, do you really think that is of the most importance right now, whether this is a myth or not? There is someone bleeding out here, and the governor is obviously shaken. If you could get this young lady to safety, I would appreciate it very much.
0: And so, uh, you know what you're trying to do here. I know. <laughs> roll me a sway, uh, desperate great. A hunt. Wait.
2: I uh no, I'm gonna uh yeah. I have something to say after this roll. Okay. So
0: you rolled a one, a two, a five, and a five. So what do you have to say after this roll?
2: Um I'm using one of my abilities, mesmerism, so um they're going to forget about me until this happens again. So they're not gonna wrap me out to, like, the governor said, like, oh, there was this dude that looked like Abner. Nope, they're not going to remember me. They're just gotcha. helping her. So they, they go, they t- they take up L and they kind of
0: hurry, scurry L off. Uh, the governor has been s- surrounded by guards and is getting, like, everybody important is getting back to their cars and leaving at this point. Uh, there is at least 16 cops around the body of Nox. Uh,
2: are you doing anything, or are you making your escape? Um... Hmm. I feel like I should do something because it's not really helpful if everybody else knows about vampires. It's kind of a thing. What can you you do? There are 16 people there. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. What is... Hold on. I need to look at it really quick. We'll we'll come back to you in a second. Great. Do Do that. that. (laughs) That's
0: helpful. (laughs) All right. So as you do so, as you get to the street, uh, Lee... Uh, you hear the sounds of everything going on. And as you kind of approach the area, you see a cop kind of walking the injured L away.
4: Um, at this point, I'm too concerned uh, about the shooter to really care about Pretty Girls. So I um, just very quickly walk by and try to get into the building Alright,
0: so as you head up into the building, you head up into the area there, and as you get to the top, uh, do you have your rifle out or do you have one of your pistols out?
4: Um, At this point, my throwing knives.
0: Alright, you have your throwing knives out, and and as you round the corner, you see the sniper rifle there, but the body is not. And on the wall, and you see on the wall, a note stuck there with a knife. What's it say? So as you pull that down, uh, you take a look at it, and you notice that uh, it says, Good shot, Lee, Major Blackwell
4: oh
3: no motherfucker
0: um
4: i very quickly take the knife and i also take the scope on the the remaining gun Mm -hmm. and uh, jump to the next roof
0: all right but as you do so you are seeing like everything is like very chaotic and everything and so you do know that this whole area is going to be surrounded by cops in a matter of minutes, so do keep that in mind. In the meantime, uh, you can try jump to the next roof, but unless you find some clues, it's going to be very difficult.
4: No, I, no, no, no. I'll, uh, I'll climb down and out the back as to try mm-hmm. to avoid... Um, what street is that? The one that starts with F.
0: Uh, uh, the main the main drag where people come in. I'll just that's where. I, yes. I get you. All right. And so in the meantime, let's check in with Archibon and Sally.
1: So I see, uh, you know, the two of them climbing up, and he notices. I kind of feel like you know Artemis is back up, and I think he's going to give mm-hmm. him the man because he note he hears the screaming, he hears the chaos. People are already running by this area. So he kind of gives him the command to scout. And then I, I feel like one of the lieutenants ran by like, sir, I'm like you find Buxton now.
0: And so he starts running that and everything. Uh, in the meantime, uh, yeah. In the meantime, as you're kind of running around, you hear, you hear a police sergeant kind of just run by and just goes, and you hear him goes like, yeah, a uh, reporting office has said something
1: about vampires. That was a miss. No, surely not. I'm sure it's something else. Uh, thank you, sir. And yeah, he
0: go. He doesn't understand, but he just keeps running towards the scene of the crime. In the and meantime, I think in the, in
1: the argument back of his head, he's like, "If they found a vampire that means Nox is dead, which means the silver nitrate in Wolfsbane pill worked. Oh, God, the night market.
0: And so uh, in the meantime, though, uh, do me a favor roll me a
1: hmm. uh,
0: mm. <laughs> I'm trying to them. determine what would be a good roll for this what am I trying to do you're trying to figure out if somebody has sneaked by you
1: I feel I can see oh hit survey it says since trouble before it happens survey desperate great right. desperate and wait. Submit. Submit.
0: Uh, you happen to sense that Sally has not by you and she seems to be over by the wall but before you can walk over to her she actually has her hand up with a grapple hook and she is uh grappling away.
1: Son of a bitch, Sally! She's <sighs> going to be the death of us all. But I think you know, he's like, "I, hey, I think he commands Artemis. Like, follow her," and he's going to try to turn his eyes toward Buxton.
0: All right. In the meantime, uh, Abner. So Lee, you have left. So Abner, uh, are you working on exiting, or are you working on finding Buxton?
2: Um, I'm actually working on getting the body out of here, so we don't find out that. So everybody else doesn't know about.
0: Man oh yeah, 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 yeah. So you have 16 cops surrounding the body.
2: I sure do. With more on the way. Great. Um I have an idea how to help if you decide to do something silly. Oh I'm oh, I've I've got something silly planned. Um so our trusty documents. Oh,
3: um, <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> I'm going
2: to pull those out. I'm actually gonna combine two different things right now. <laughs> I'm gonna pull documents. my documents out um with the intention of going up to them looking like I'm super important and everything, I'm going to pour my trance powder on top of the documents.
0: Uh-huh. So
2: it's, it's on there. Cool. This sounds weird. Follow me. It's fine. Stay, um, stay with me now. <laughs> oh so I'm going to go over uh, to the officers um, and I'm just going to play up that the, since he since the governor was just attacked, we need to kind of secure the um, the area around him to try to just get everybody away, and there's not like, yeah. Somebody's gonna go up and just everyone, if you all could, I would like you to, and then I'm going to sneeze. I'm gonna fake a sneeze and blow the trans powder at this group of police officers. Huh? <laughs> What's that roll, Tim? You tell me!
1: <laughs> I, 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 I wanna say it's a sway because there's deception and bluffing.
2: There is. I was in between Sway and Prowl because it's k- kind of an ambush, but also this is. Um, this is using. Uh, I mean, Trans is to make manipulate people also, so I'm just using tools to manipulate.
0: Yes, I will say, Sway. If this is bad, and it's going to be desperate, great, I tell you right now, this is not going to end well.
2: I have. I want you to all know that after I got shot, I already made another backup character, so we're fine. Uh,
1: <laughs> so I think I'm, I'm going to help, but I'm going oh, to... Oh, shit.
0: He already rolled. It's too late. He already oh,
2: rolled. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: It's too late. All right. So for everybody at home, he rolled a three, a one, a one, and a two. The silver tongue did not save you today. <laughs>
2: and so, wait a minute! Wait! 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 Oh. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Actually, what yes, is- this does work. I would. L- I. am going to ask for a reroll, and here's why. I cloak and dagger. I have an ability called cloak and dagger, and it's uh-huh. when you use a disguise or other form of covert misdirection, I get a plus d one, uh, plus one dice.
0: God, this is some can of the best shit I've ever seen. <laughs> can, I, can
1: I now help him?
0: Yeah, that's fine.
1: <laughs> so, just to help it out, you know, to make... Because, you know, I assume, you know, uh, he's got... Th- this stuff is stronger, because he uh, Archibon took his trans powder and mixed it with the slumber and so he's got more stuff to cover a bigger area. Mm-hmm. He's like, I've got a feeling Abda's going to need this later.
0: Oh, you're doing a flashback.
1: No, no, this is uh, using Foresight. This oh, second- in his stuff. Okay. Okay, yeah, okay. This is my second time to help him out to give him an additional bonus dice.
0: Gotcha. All right.
1: So I have two bonus dice then. Yes. Look it up. There <money. we> go. <sighs>
2: you know <that>
0: <laughs> just-
2: What are those numbers? What are those numbers, Tim? You know like- Read them.
0: You know that gif of just flipping a table? Yeah. yeah, there we are. He
1: was so satisfied, we're like, wait a minute, Cloak and Dagger, bitch. <laughs> uh, it's fine.
4: Isn't, it's... isn't that a critical success?
1: yeah it, it sure is.
0: <laughs> all right, so we roll a four, a two, a two, a six, a six, and a two. <sighs> and so you manage to sneeze, and it blows into the face of all 16 of the
2: guards. so this just makes them more susceptible to me telling them to do things I will say it doesn't instantly make them do things okay makes it a lot easier for me to do so okay and so what are you telling them to do I'm gonna tell them to go focus on the governor and I will I will take care I will have my men take care of the body and I'm gonna um, gesture for my stagehand dudes to come over all right so because you rolled a critical success.
0: They cash do. money.
1: <laughs> cash
0: money. Uh they do that. Uh, and so in the meantime, uh, you're able to pick up the body and
2: they go focus on that. What are you gonna do now? I'm go- we're gonna accompany- we're gonna get out of here. Um I don't know where to take the body. I'm going to take, we're just going to take it back to our place. I guess the recluse's place. Yep. That's All right. So they're it.
0: going back to the hideout and everything. We'll talk a little bit more. Okay. And with that, the heist. Well, actually no Archibon. Is there anything else you wanted to do? Cause I know you still hadn't exited yet.
1: So I'm scouting for, uh, I almost said the keeper elf. Wow. Uh, no. <laughs> Keenan Buxton, I'm trying to see if there's eyes on him, but I imagine in the crowd and the hustle and bustle that he probably got caught in the shuffle, yeah?
0: He got caught in the shuffle, yeah. He was definitely escorted out. Everybody who was of importance got moved out.
1: So I think he sees that, and he looks at the Artemis. He can't hear the screech, but he can kind of tell the beak's open, so he mm-hmm. he makes his own way out.
0: All right. And with that, our heist has come to a close.
1: Woo!
2: Holy
0: Man, shit. <laughs> <the> that <laughs> wow. Oh. Uh, All right. Well, let's talk about downtime in a bit and but we'll be back. <laughs> <Woo. sighs>
1: gun <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right so uh first and foremost uh yeah let's get started with it so uh two days after the event uh you guys are all at the docks area mal comes in and goes well it wasn't a complete loss but we have a problem. And he throws a newspaper onto the table.
1: I think Archibald picks it up and reads it out for everybody.
0: As you do so, you notice a front page paper with a picture of the body of Nox that has a very, very obvious signs that he is a vampire.
1: Son of a
2: bitch who took pictures we have the body here and i'm gonna point over it's still i assume we haven't dealt with it yet I, i've got
1: us I, I the way i visualize this picture like it's one of those one in a million shots he caught Knox with his teeth bared coming down on top of the governor because i could see one of the press people being at the foot of the stage where the governor was shooting yep. up which is right as Knox is coming down for the kill
0: yep that's exactly what happened why didn't make me look better You're you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um, Is there... Is there any way... Lots. you have a paper company, yes. Is there any way we can shed truth and discredit
1: them? You mean, governor up to it again? I suppose we can run a counter thing and maybe try to take some heat off of them, but I am very concerned for the night market. It might be worthwhile for us to visit very soon.
2: What if we had someone come forward and show how easy it would be to uh, edit these? An artist!
1: Do we know any? No, but I'm sure we could find someone. Let's jot that idea down. I'm not opposed to running a counter thing to try to take some heat off of them, but I don't imagine the police, the military, or the governor is going to be that dissuaded.
0: Let me reach out to a few contacts. All right. In the meantime, Mal goes, I'll reach out to Madam Treason. She might know more. Obviously, she might be having a lot of trouble. In the meantime, though, make sure you keep your heads down. The uh, mechanical Turks and the Boiler Brothers still have our still have our number. In the meantime, though, you guys have entered uh you have entered the uh You have entered the downtime phase. And so Lee going off of your person first congratulations because of all the heat that happened with this particular event the recluse have lost two heat holy smokes yay so now you guys are at level three (laughs) and yeah all right and so you guys have one action because you guys are at war with the two organizations What are you going to do for your one action of downtime?
4: I'm going to scope out some of the homes of the leaders of the Mechanical Turks to know exactly where they live and to see if I could possibly assassinate any one of them.
0: All right. Fantastic. Uh, You do that. In the meantime, uh,
2: Abner, what are you doing? Um... I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go see a show and just chill. Does that count as pleasure? Yep. Okay, great. <laughs> and you can do the <laughs> vice
0: roll. roll. Alright. You, you clear two stress for your two stress. Ha <laughs> 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 I have no stress. Alright. What is Archibon doing?
1: Oh no, he's indulging his vice. I've got three points until I am in trauma range.
2: Come on! It's so much fun.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure the only reason I haven't hit it yet is because I use connected. I'm not connected, but foresight. to not Yeah, no.
0: Stress. <laughs> All right. Roll me the vice. You clear four? All righty. And so that is everybody's thing. And so later that night, we see... From the desk of the governor. Uh, He's standing behind a podium. and And he looks up to the crowd and he goes. Fellow citizens of the Onyx Vale. Today, the unthinkable happened. Someone attempted to take my life. And the crazy thing about it, that ain't even the worst part. When we were younger, our parents told us stories of the boogeyman, of supernatural creatures that lived in the very onyx veil itself. Well, it turns out, ladies and gentlemen, these creatures are real. And they're here in the Onyx Onyxville themselves. This myth that everyone knows about, the so-called night market, is real. As you can see in today's front newspaper, the creature that tried to kill me was a vampire. Now, I assure you, As governor, I am going to take every necessary precaution to remove this threat. You can count on that. We will find the night market. And that is where we're going to end our session today. All right. So, uh, uh, just a reminder, this is Des Moines and Dragons Presents Onyx Vale, Saints and Sinners, a Blades in the Dark podcast. I'm joined by Chris, Callista, and Andre. We'll go one more time around the table to advertise whatever you're working, you're doing, or just any uh, media or books you recommend.
2: And uh, yeah, we'll start with Andre. Um, Not working on anything yet. Uh, probably going to be filming Cat Opera soon. I'll let people know more about that. Uh,
4: Fantastic.
0: Go to any uh, other books that you'd like to recommend?
4: I'm halfway through Upright Women Wanted, and I like it very much so far.
0: All right. And last but not least, Chris, you got something you'd like to advertise? Uh, well, uh...
2: what show am I working on? Right. The Wolves with the oh Young Artist God. Theater. I'm literally almost done. Dude, it, I, I have <laughs> to just
1: say, like, you know, after nine episode nine like you know still watch it still listen to it you know it is part of the the story that we are weaving this was just a nice return to form
2: uh
1: (laughs) i I feel i was like damn tip of the hat for that sniper battle that was really cool that was oh that was so cool Uh, that, that was that was really cool I would like to thank Metal Gear Solid 3 for that. Right. <laughs> well, what we needed to do was walk away for a day, and then the other sniper would have just been dead. Yeah, and then turn a... off our console and move the calendar forward by yep, a week. Yep, yep. And right. then they would have died. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, but I am working on The Wolves, presented by Des Moines Young Artists Theatre. Uh, it'll be at Tallgrass in its location that was formerly Skate West but it is now a black box theater. So please go and uh, come visit, watch, uh, sure to be a wonderful piece of theater. And yeah, that's it for me. You know, you mentioned skate West
0: and now I'm like really bummed cause I miss roller skating rinks. Anywho, right? just one <laughs> last thing for actual Des Moines and dragons. Uh, we're bringing back live shows. So oh yeah, are uh, In the Des Moines metro area, there is a fun event called Cardboard Caucus. Uh, actually, last year, uh, Paul, Jeff, and I hosted a how to DM 101 sort of deal. And it was basically like a panel asking questions about how to DM and everything. It was a lot of fun. Uh, that's where Jeff quoted, I was the DM of chaos. Uh, hopefully my players agree. The, in- <laughs> the, infinity,
1: the infinity stones of DMs.
0: uh it's gonna be a lot of fun there's gonna be a lot of board games there's also gonna be a live show and uh yeah it's been talking with paul a lot about it paul's just going uh paul just said it's gonna be a lot of fun there's gonna be some pretty cool cast members and there's gonna be a big announcement at the end of it so if you haven't get your tickets now They are on sale for pre-sale uh you can find that on des moines and dragon social media pages with
1: that wow that sounded so official it Look at you go. It's like it got taken over by a politician, or what was it your student said? Oh, yeah, yeah. graduation today.
0: They're like, uh, You sounded so uh, professional. Like, you sounded like a politician possessed you. And I was like, That's called acting. Children. That's called acting, children. <laughs> acting. <laughs> so, uh, with that, let's say goodbye. Bye.
3: Bye. 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 Huh, I got Why the last heard word. That one. Very nice.
1: everyone it's chris from onyxville saints and sinners i want to thank you all for taking a listen today and of course don't forget to check out our other show warlords of Crasis, or any of our past shows like tidefall awakening last life or even the fallout series you can't miss and make sure that you find us wherever you get your podcasts like apple podcasts google podcasts or even spotify make sure you find us on facebook instagram twitter and of course, I would be remiss if I forgot to mention Des And you know what they say, sharing is caring, so tell a friend about us. Now, stay tuned, folks, for more Des Moines and Dragons.